Welcome to the Gifted to Give podcast. I am Brother Guillen. If you're new to podcasting, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share to all of you how wonderful God is as we celebrate the 500 years of Christianity in the Philippines. Good day, listeners. We have once again Monsignor Achilles Dakai as he will preach and teach to us the good news of the gospel for this Sunday, July 17, 2022. We have a great number of listeners, downloads, and interactions. We at Gifted to Give Podcast would like to thank everyone for their support. We are blessed to have our sponsor for our podcast, Podmetrics. Thank you so much, Podmetrics, for the support, and I urge everyone to support them as well. And now, without further ado, please join us in welcoming Monsignor Achilles Dakai. Most welcome once more to our Bible study online. Thanks to your individual interest and communal initiatives. We are right in the middle of this month of July. It's July 15, this Friday. It God would call it Manuel's Day, the day in Manuel do. But tomorrow is the great feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. The feast inside the monastery, the Carmelite monastery in Mabolo, Cebu City, July 16. And it is the feast of at least three parishes in Cebu. The parish of Our Lady of Mount Carmel in the Recoletos area, Cebu City. It is the feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel in Lutupan, Toledo City. And it is the feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel in the small parish of Cantumoc, Carmen, Cebu. So happy fiesta to all of you. Once more, let us situate ourselves within the church calendar, the liturgical year, which is a cycle A, B, and C. Its cycle begins and ends on the feast of Christ the King. Christ is the Alpha and the Omega of our years. And you know already that after the Feast of Christ the King, we have the season of Advent followed by the season of Christmas. And during those two seasons, we celebrate the joyful mysteries, the Annunciation, the visitation, the nativity, the assumption, and the coronation, Blessed Virgin Mary. After the Christmas season, we have the first set of Sundays in ordinary time before the season of Lent, followed by the season of Easter. During the season of Lent, 
and east and yeah, sent uh, during the season of Lent, we celebrate the sorrowful mysteries. Going in the garden, scourging at the pillar, crowning with thorns, carrying at the cross, and crucifixion. The season of Advent is followed by the season of Easter, during which we celebrate the glorious mysteries of the resurrection, the ascension, the descent of the Holy Spirit, the assumption, uh, presentation, assumption of the Virgin Mary. So, outside those four seasons, we have the first set of ordinary times. Now we are on the 16th Sunday in ordinary time. What do we celebrate? We celebrate the mysteries of light. His baptism at the Gordian, his self-revelation at Cana of Galilee, his proclamation of the kingdom with his call to conversion, the transfiguration, and the Eucharist. So during these Sundays and weekdays in ordinary time, we meditate on the luminous mysteries. Today, as we look forward to the next Sunday, the 16th, 16th Sunday in ordinary time, we continue to meditate on the third mystery of light. Christ's proclamation of the kingdom of God with his call to conversion. We focus our attention to this second part of the mystery, his call to conversion. We have to read and reflect not only on the cycle C gospel according to St. Luke assigned for this year's 16th Sunday, St. Luke chapter 10, but we have also, as we have so far grown accustomed to do, we have to read and reflect on Matthew's cycle A gospel chapter uh, 13, as well as St. Mark's Cycle B, Gospel, Chapter 6. So now, before anything else, let us pray. O oh God Almighty, send your Holy Spirit upon us that we may read your word with faith, reflect on it with hope, and uh, realize it with love. Following the example of your only begotten Son, from whom we find uh, freedom, fulfillment, and the future with you forever. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. And so now, we open our Bibles, or listen to the reading by Sister Vestil, 
of St. Luke chapter 10 verses 30. Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary who sat beside the Lord at his feet listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. Thank you very much. As I have just said, this gospel is written by St. Luke alone. St. Luke alone has dramatized this home visit of our Lord to the home of Martha and Mary and Lazarus. But to understand the third luminous mystery, Christ's proclamation of the kingdom of God with his call to conversion, we have to read also Matthew's gospel as well as Mark's. So, this gospel may sound very familiar to us, but as you will know, every gospel has several lessons that we can learn from and live by. But I repeat, we cannot fully understand what Jesus said and did in the house of Mary and Martha unless we also read Matthew chapter 13 in which Matthew alone has recorded what Jesus said to the large crowd gathered on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. From a boat in the waters, therefore, Jesus told them a parable to explain the kingdom of heaven and his call to conversion. The parable that he told them then was the parable of the wheat and the weeds. Jesus made up this story. This is a made-up story that a farmer owner through his servants, sowed seeds, good seeds of wheat. But as they were growing, they grew together with the bad seeds of weeds sown by an enemy. 
So these wheat seeds and the weed seeds grew up together. It was suggested to pull up the weeds, but the farmer owner advised them, please don't. You might uproot the wheat also. Let them both grow together until harvest time. Now this is the point. We do not yet talk about harvest time. We now would like to focus our attention on this growing up together in the same field of wheat and weeds. What does Jesus actually mean? Originally, what Jesus was saying that precisely I am calling to conversion not only good people but also bad people. The good that they may change for the better and the better for the best and the bad that they may change to be good. That is conversion. But before the harvest time at the end of the world they have to coexist. They have to live together. How? This is precisely what we would like to study and learn from. More and more of what our Lord meant when he said, I call all to conversion. He was then telling his disciples that your mission shall be accomplished at all times and anywhere. Your ministry has to be performed not only for the sheep with a shepherd but also for the sheep without a shepherd and this we will discuss next in the gospel according to Matthew but let's stop here Jesus was saying in this changing world we are born into a mixed community of good and bad within the family within the church within the school and within the community that is the reality we are born into a mixed community how therefore in our communities how the bad ones and the good ones should grow up together that is the first question we ask once we read Matthew's narration or report of the parable of the wheat the weeds and the wheat let's go to the 
Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 6. St. Mark has recorded, and he alone has recorded this, that when Jesus and his apostles were trying to go to a lonely place to rest, a large crowd saw them. And Jesus, when he saw them, his heart was moved with pity for them. For he said to his apostles, they are like sheep without a shepherd. We must also call them to conversion. So secondly, Jesus therefore is calling not only the, the, the wheat and the weeds types of people, but also the sheep with or without a shepherd. In other words, Jesus revealed himself as Savior of all. He is the good shepherd who governs, guards, and guides sheep with or without shepherd. Because at that time, a shepherd may lead not only the sheep, but also the goats. And we may consider these goats as those who have not yet a shepherd. But Jesus, I repeat, made himself the Savior of all and the good shepherd for all. So again, St. Mark in his gospel has called our attention to how Jesus calls to conversion the sheep who have a shepherd as well as the sheep who have no shepherd. This truth Jesus taught by example precisely in this gospel cycle C according to St. Luke. When Jesus knocked on the door of the house of Martha and Mary, Martha welcomed him. But Martha went straight to the kitchen to prepare food, whereas Mary sat beside Jesus at his feet to listen to what he has come to the house for. Because he has come up to the house precisely to be a host, not a guest. To be the host who calls the shot to convert the good to be better and the bad to be good. In this case, Mary symbolizes the good and Martha the bad. How did he call to conversion to both sisters? He said, Mary has chosen the better part of the only one thing needed. He admired highly Mary. At the same time, he strongly advised Martha 
not to be anxious and worried about many things. Say there, so there you have Jesus calling both of them to be good and to be better. Martha learned immediately this lesson because whereas in this gospel Martha sounded very selfish very full of eyes when he said Lord do you not care that my sister has left me alone to do the work the kitchen work all by myself <coughs> tell her to come to me to leave you but Martha later on when their brother Lazarus was sick she has turned to be good she met Jesus away from the house but Jesus was looking for Mary and so Martha who has been called to conversion became good enough to run to Mary and she said to her the master is calling you the same Martha who wanted Mary to be separated from Jesus now is called to precisely go and be with Jesus. So we have Saint Martha who has been converted from say bad to good and Mary unfortunately has been falsely identified with Mary Magdalene and that woman in, with bad review. So there is no, actually, no feast of Mary of Bethany. So I repeat, this is the point we would like to drive home that Jesus was good to both the wheat and the weeds. He was good to the sheep with a shepherd as well as to the sheep without a shepherd. And he was good to both Mary and Martha. To better understand this message Therefore, let us ask ourselves, how do the wheat and the weeds grow together? We have already said they are supposed to coexist to make peace with each other. They can grow up together in the same field as long as they are telling each other the truth. 
as long as they observe justice for all, as long as they love one another, and lastly, as long as they respect the freedom of each one. That's how the wheat and the weeds can grow together in peace. Now you may ask, can this wheat become seeds and vice versa? Can the weeds become wheat in the plant area, in the plant world, the world of plants? Of course, that cannot happen. But among us human beings, the bad can be good. And the better, and the the better, the good can be better. The sinner can be saint, and the saint can be also become sinner. So we live in this changing world of mixed communities. That is the first aid, the first demand. If only we live up to it. Can we understand why there are good and bad people within the family, the church, the school, and the government? Another principle or another demand, as long as we live up to it, is this. Let's say within the family, Parents and children, young and old, rich or poor, how can they coexist as sheep with a shepherd or as sheep without a shepherd? How can they coexist, as we have said very many times? The problem with Martha here is that she had no sense of values yet, no order of priorities. And that's what Jesus was saying. You must have an order of priorities. And, uh, we know this, God before man, faith above reason, and spirit over matter. What Jesus actually was saying, Mary has chosen the spiritual, the spirit over matter, listening to me, teaching the truth. And you, Martha, you, Martha, you have no order of priorities. You are focusing your attention on the material, on the eating when the one thing needed is the listening. Therefore, let us keep the principle that can guide us understand why there is a mixed community in family, church, school, and government. Let us remember that each 
of the seven sacraments of the church has grace to help us grow. But this sacramental grace is no magic. It won't work all by itself. We have to work with it and work it out in accordance to what precisely St. Augustine has been saying and we have often quoted him the God who created you without you individually will not save you without you individually so Christ's proclamation of the kingdom of God by teaching us parables, but more by giving us examples. When therefore we ask ourselves, can there be wheat and weeds in each of us? virtues and vices. Can we be good on Sunday and bad on weekdays? It is possible. So the challenge is how can we call or how can we listen the call of Christ through his church that we convert ourselves from bad to good from good to better from better to best in the area therefore of economics in the arena therefore of politics but much more on the altar of religion we must not only observe the order of priorities and sense of values. There are, of course, other ways of coexisting. For example, it has been said that, yes, a family that prays together stays together. We have said this very often, that a family to stay together, they must make common those five M's. Make common their minds, their meals, their monies, their manners, and their morals. That's also one good principle, to coexist, but at the same time calling each other to conversion. The kingdom of God of heaven on earth has been identified as our church, parochial or domestic. Therefore, we must rest assured that in our domestic church or in the parochial church, the need of the hour is precisely how to coexist 
if we are wheat or we are weeds, with others, making peace, observing order of priorities, etc. Once, therefore, we come to realize that even at home there is such a mixed community, good sheep and bad sheep, How can we, therefore, listen to the call of Christ to convert each other, one another, to be good and to be better? But we must remember that the good and the bad in us, the virtues and the values and the vices in us may be pulled up and uprooted by precisely nourishing the wheat seeds. Because once the wheat seeds are nourished well, they consume the nutrients and thereby the wheat seeds die by starvation. So it has been said, if you want a beautiful garden and uh, the green grass as well as the bad grass are growing together, do not pull up the bad grass let them grow just fertilize just feed well the good seeds and they will consume the nutrients your fertilizers and the weeds will die by themselves then you have a beautiful garden of green plants the challenge, therefore, is not to judge anyone. Who are we to judge? Saint Francis, Paul Francis has said, who are we to judge? Who is wheat and who is weeds? We cannot. We just have to coexist with each other. Yes, it has been said, that there is no loving without giving. That's true, although it, there can be giving without loving. But then we are told, you cannot love and you cannot give what you do not have. So you must first grow as wheat. Listen to Jesus like Mary. And then remember, do not criticize others. Your moat may be bigger than the moats of others. So pull out first the moat of, out of your eyes before you criticize others 
about their modes. This is a very interesting subject and very informative so that as we go home, so that as we go to work, we should rest assured that you are this and you are that. Let us listen to what the Blessed Virgin Mary said, and this is her last word at Cana of Galilee when she observed that there was no more wine. She judged that it was most embarrassing for the couple. She acted at once. She prayed. She prayed to Jesus, Son, they have no wine. But that prayer he followed up with action. He told the servants, just do whatever he tells you. And what did Jesus tell them? Fill the jars with water. There were six water stone, water stone jars. And the servants filled them to the brim. They did very well. They did not mantener. No, they absolutely did what they were told to do. So thanks to Mary's prayer and action, thanks to her intercession, the happening at Cana of Galilee was enough for Christ's self-revelation as God made man. Remember that miracle of changing instantly to wine, the water was Eucharistic in content to show that he had power over wine. And later on he added another miracle to show that he had power over bread. And lastly he walked on the waters to show that he had power over his body. So the mystery we should try to meditate on when we recite the Holy Rosary every Tuesday and Thursday. By the way, huh? in this Archdiocese of Cebu, since the Archbishop was given the discretion, the freedom to choose during which days to to meditate on the mysteries of Mondays and Wednesdays, joyful mysteries. Tuesdays and Thursdays, luminous mysteries. Only one on Friday, the sorrowful mysteries, and Saturday and Sunday, the glorious mysteries. I remember when Cardinal Vidal was asked why, recite or meditate on the sorrowful mysteries only on Friday, he said, because we have enough sorrows in this country. 
but since the mysteries of light are relatively new, so we should meditate on them twice, on Tuesday and on Thursday. I hope you have formulated in the process your questions or reflections on this matter of Christ's call to conversion to all of us. I repeat, weeds cannot become wheat and wheat cannot become weeds. That's true in the plant area. But among us human beings, that is possible. To coexist so that we all become sheep with a shepherd, belonging to one flock, as Jesus said. Those sheep without shepherd, I must call them, he said that they may come and join us in one flock. And now, words from our sponsor. If you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, I want to share with you the tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. It's called Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description box of this episode and use the referral code 500YOCCBU so you can monetize your podcast too. Thank you, Podmetrics. And now, back to our podcast. Good morning, Mons. Good morning. This is my reflection. Every time I hear this gospel, I always feel like Martha, someone who is usually busy and anxious to prepare and make sure everything is going well. <clears throat> Maybe Martha just wanted to make sure that Jesus was given the best and was comfortable. But as you shared, Jesus being in your home and focusing on Him alone is enough. That's true. Thanks for the reflection, but that is one reflection. What I'm trying to drive home is this point. When Jesus goes up to a home as a guest, eventually becomes the host. He calls the shots. So every time he is invited for a meal in a house, 
It is always Jesus who becomes starring in whatever drama there is. That's very true. Martha was saying, eating is what you came here for, P-E-C-D, pag-abot kaon na But no, this is no. I have come to teach the truth, and this is more spiritually good. Yours is materially good to it. So have a sense of values. Observe order of priorities. Spirit over matter. Good morning, Monsignor. Good morning. May I ask, what kind of welcome did Jesus find in the village? What were the practical, practical implication of Martha's opening here home to Jesus? We are not told how Jesus became their friends. He was described as a friend of Jesus. And he was welcomed by Martha, etc. We know they were friends, but how he came to know them in Bethany. But remember, Jesus had actually three places that he considered his homes in Nazareth, with Mary and Joseph, in Bethany with Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, and in Capernaum with Saint Peter and his wife and his mother-in-law. Those are the three homes that Jesus would come up to and rest and relax. Hi, Mons. Hi. Thank you for sharing a very clear and important message. It is comforting to know that Jesus still loves and comforts us. Even when we act like weeds or be anxious as Martha, hope to grow and become like a wheat and as trusting as Mary. That's very true. Call to conversion. Every time, huh? You recite the rosary. Remember this. We are all called to conversion. You may call it to perfection. But the word is conversion. From bad to good. From good to better. From better to best. That is what we call progress. Saint Paul the Sixth, Pope Paul the Sixth, has written in his encyclical the way to be better, to know more, do more, have more in order to be more. That is development, Saint 
Pope Paul VI has said to know more, more education, to do more, more earning, more employment, and to have more, more earnings in order to be ethically better. These are the emores that I call for progress. I remember to have said this many times that in each one of us, in the best of us, there can be bad, and in the worst of us, there can be good. So we cannot really judge who is sweet and who is weak. Maybe obviously those without sheep and with sheep. When Jesus therefore said to his apostles that your mission, your ministry and your message must be performed for all, he meant that I am calling the pagans to convert and become Jews, Jewish from paganism to Judaism, but then I am calling the members of the Judaism religion to my Christianity, the Christian faith. So there is a conversion that we should really be serious about. During the 500th year of our Christianity, what did we hear say? We are gifted with the faith of our forefathers. We must now be ready to give, to share that faith with others. Who are they? Maybe the unfaithful or maybe the faithless, but even the faithful. So our call to convert the faithful, the faithless, and the unfaithful. Thank you, Mons, for your precious reflections. I am better prepared for Sunday's gospel and guided in my daily living. Thank you very much. So, let us celebrate tomorrow the great feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. And then on Sunday, this the 16th, Sunday in ordinary time, focusing on Christ's call to conversion. Each one of us is challenged to do that. Let us respond to the call to conversion. To end this study period, may I read to you what you will hear as prayer after communion on Sunday, God willing. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those you have impued with the heavenly mysteries 
to pass from former ways to newness of life through Christ our Lord. That's conversion. To pass from former ways to newness of life. Amen. So may God, Almighty God, bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you very much, and see you again next Friday, God willing. Wow, that was an amazing talk given by Monsignor Achilles Dakai. We are so grateful for the Lord for sending Monsignor Dakai to share God's Word to all of us. We would like to thank again Monsignor Achilles Dakai and also to our heartfelt gratitude goes to all of you who joined, interacted, and asked a question for Monsignor Dakai. Hear more from Monsignor Dakai again next weekend. This is once again the Gifted to Give podcast for your ears only. I am Brother Gian signing off. Have a blessed Sunday to all and to God be the glory. You have just listened to the Gifted to Give podcast with your host, Brother Gian, Brother John, and Father Jojo. Catch our next episode. This episode of the Gifted to Give podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to our Facebook page at 500 Years of Christianity, Archdiocese of Cebu. If you love the Gifted to Give podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review everywhere you listen to your podcast. Till next time.